so, um, do you guys know any good teammates out there? You got any good teammates that you'd, like, do anything for, or that you think would do anything for you? Max um, Verstappen comes to mind. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. yeah. He comes to mind? Mm-hmm. Not, not to answer your question, but he certainly comes to mind. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Do we want to talk? Do we even want to talk about that? I, I got yeah, I mean, in our little sheet, little, but we can, we can go a little bit about it. I mean, there's a lot to happen in F1 world this weekend in Brazil. Brazil being one of my favorite tracks to watch a race at. Did you watch um, the race? So good. Delivered. I watched most of it. Okay. Didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch it. So. But uh, Interlagos delivered. It was a good time. Kind of chaotic at the start. Brazil like, tends to be that way. Yeah. I say kind of. I mean, it was kind of insane. It was like the safety car, and then there were more wrecks, and they were like, meh. And then there was another safety car, and then there was, it was just, man. Um, some big stories, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, you can chime in, too, if you have any any input. But uh, the the that Daniel Ricciardo incident was just a, another glaring example of yeah. why Daniel Ricciardo is not up to the, not up to grade anymore with F1, I think. Which is unfortunate. Dude. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Ricardo. Dude, like, he's fallen off a cliff over the last few years. It's like, and it's not been graceful. No, it's it's, it's like crazy to think about that when he was at Red Bull, he was regularly beating Max Verstappen, and now Verstappen's a two-time world champion. Ricardo looks like he's on the way out. He's floundering and yeah. been floundering. <laughs> but yeah, that was almost an amateur move. Um, he rightfully, I think, got a penalty, and he also got collected in that crash as well. Which was yeah. he didn't get away with it like he did at um in Mexico, I believe. I also like that the medical crew just left Kevin Magnuson there. Yeah, they, <laughs> there was only one seat in the safety car, and then Kevin Magnuson was just chilling. No one remembered to get him. <laughs> it's literally like that meme. That's the scene from Two and a Half Men where they're like, "I feel like I forgot something." They're like, "Oh, it's not that important if you forgot it." And then it just cuts to Kevin son standing there in the rain at soccer practice, <laughs> except it's Kevin <laughs> Magnuson. <laughs> um, obviously, the big storylines were the teammate dynamics, both at Ferrari and Red Bull. I think the Ferrari one was more or less kind of brushed aside. You know, water under the bridge pretty quickly kind of thing, even though it was really petty for Leclerc to be begging for the spot. Um, yeah. Trying to call another driver off the podium, that's pretty... Eh, not a good look. Um, and then the big the big one, the big debate, the one everyone's been talking about, Max Verstappen was told to give a place away to his teammate uh, Sergio Perez. Checo Sixth did not place. get that spot. Checo, did not, Checo <sighs> Perez did not get that spot. Um, there are some spicy radio transmissions between um, driver and team on both ends of that. Uh, Joe, what do you think? I'm sure you've put a lot of thought into Formula One this weekend. Oh, yeah, I put a lot of thought into it. Um, <laughs> everything I know, I mean, Max Verstappen, um, he's a little whiny, little whiny boy, isn't he? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, no, not sometimes. I mean, that's that's chicken. You know what? No, but sometimes, sometimes Max Verstappen does something. It's like, ah, it's funny. But then, this... like 98 percent of the time, Max yeah, Verstappen does something. But... I'm like, yeah. ew. It's just <laughs> I. First off, he's locked up the drivers' championship. Like what? Two races ago. Yep. Exactly. So points don't really matter to him. 
right? Like, I, I don't know what, what again, sixth place, fifth place. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because, like, even before you said that, I was thinking, like, man, he's like, that was like, we have like a Ty Gibbs esque driver in F1. It'd be Max Verstappen. Like, yeah. Just the, the attitude. I think it's Although, worse. And then it could be argued. Yeah. I mean, maybe. To to give Ty his credit, I mean, dude at least tried to own it. <laughs> you know, like, like it's just. Well, I mean, it's just, there was there was another diabolical news drop the oh. day of, that, like after the race, where it was like an exclusive on how. Apparently, like they, they, earlier in the season, uh, oh, the, Sergio Perez crashed on purpose in Monaco, Monaco qualifying. I saw that today. It's a freeze qualifying, or whatever it was, and so like everyone's speculating that that's the big reason why he didn't let him through. And then like, oh, but what's the reason? Oh, but is it a good reason? Like, uh, it it has been a, a dramatic crash on purpose. First well, of he, all, the insinuation that someone would crash on purpose is crazy. I will say, I've seen the video. No, I get it. The, I get it. It's not the first time that's even happened in Monaco qualifying because Schumacher did that 06. So. so, so what would the reasoning be to keep Max off so the pole? He, so the, when Schumacher did it, he had set the pole time and Alonso was on a flyer. And so Schumacher intentionally missed the second to last corner to so bring out yellow flags and stop Alonso's lap. It was the so. exact same thing. It was right. It was that turn right before the tunnel and in the middle of the corner. You hear him rev the car up and he spins out. Not really a totally normal mistake for a driver at Monaco. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I raise you the point that again, it's it's super duper petty for one point, one position. Oh, when you've already like, agreed. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't really think it's a. This should be the whole get out of jail free card for Max, right? Like, yeah, like <laughs> that's a, that's a whole different it's... can of worms. Listen, it's Formula One. Nine times out of ten, neither driver is coming out looking any more mature than they were before. So, well, none of them are mature. They're a bunch of uh, seriously. Like, think about it. They're they're a bunch of they're a bunch of rich kids. Got to race, grow up racing, karting. Didn't probably. And this isn't to this isn't to detract detract away no. from Formula One because no, I no. do enjoy Formula One. They are very talented race car drivers. And they do a great job. But they have but had let's be honest, every advantage the, growing up to be where they are. The other exciting part of Formula One is their status. They've had every advantage. They're all prima donnas. Yeah, yeah, and that's what makes it fun. But I don't know. Anyway, it was fun. But wasn't a really good week for, or actually, it was a very good week for teammate drama because you had obviously both those. You had <laughs> Stroll running Vettel into the grass on the oh, front stretch yeah. in the sprint and race, the, and then the oh my yeah, God. and then Fernando Alonso straight up saying he can't wait to not be Ocon's teammate anymore. Oh my God, that's I forgot <laughs> about the sprint race stuff. Poor Kevin Magnuson. Wow. Yeah. That sucked. Kevin Haas Magnuson had, had a got pole. that pole yeah. out of the blue because of, yeah, just, man, you know. Um, also, I know people don't really care for him, but congrats, George Russell. He finally got that win. So he did, he's Why don't people win. like him? He's know. a little weird, but F1 drivers are weird. So. He, I was just I was going to say, I don't think any. They're it, all weird, it aren't seems, they? Like, I was going to say, it seems like the consistent thing is like, oh, it's never George Russell's fault. And I was like, it's never any F1 driver's fault. I've never seen an F1 driver be yeah. like, oh, my bad. Yeah. he. <laughs> some drivers are more vocal about it, and those are the ones that get that kind of treatment. George Russell is a young driver, 
and he kind of says some outlandish things every once in a while. He doesn't say outlandish yeah. things, but he, his, I think, I think where he grew up, his his accent sounds more posh as well. He just comes across very, very badly most of the time. But he's a very talented race car driver. Yeah, and has deserved a win. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Should have should have won that one race where he was filling in for Lewis a few years ago, right? Twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Bahrain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. All anyway, I'm saying is a... Max Verstappen's weird, and he I is. don't I don't understand. Like we we talk. Uh, I've seen a lot of talk about IndyCar and like how they've failed to promote their sport, and I think about F1 and really the only way they really promote their sport is well we're f1 we're expensive we're cool you know like and then the whole drive to survive I, thing that was a massive hit in well no no I, and i get that but like <laughs> when you've looked at reviews now last couple seasons as teams start to realize like oh we don't want to you know stir up this drama and that type of stuff like my, my point being like f1 is a sport that very much relies on its um so grav- gravitas it's status yeah like it it relies on that it doesn't you can have how many races are there 20 or something Ish, usually somewhere around there. you can have 20 really boring races but <coughs> well it's f1 so there's no pressure to do anything and when drivers yeah. are stupid and idiots and don't want to talk to the media like red bull a couple weeks ago um I'm just Oof. saying. I'm just saying. All of it's all of it's a problem, and I don't. You know, people are never. Oh, how funny! Um, I guess it helps when you you your the sponsor owns the team or whatever. I I don't know, but um, I don't like it. I don't like it. But I don't watch it very often. I have different reasons for not watching F1 as often, but it is like. It's it's you should absolutely give it a try if you know. Yeah, 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 I is, agree. Uh, I, I mean, in general, no, to I the know. Grand populace. Yeah, uh, I imagine if anyone is listening to this, they are well versed in racing. You know, it's just how it is. But it is just a different world. Formula One. And, and like, I'm not going to say the last few there are seasons in the past that haven't been exciting. But like, like for me personally, like that I've I've lost. I fell out of love with it. Like you know, after in the mid 2010s, it was really weird how that kind of happened. I still don't, I still can't put my finger on what caused it, but yeah, I've kind of been this. I think a lot of it came from the fact that, cause you got into it around like 2012, right? Yeah. End of 2011. Yeah. So 2011 and tr- like 2010 to 2012 were like three of the craziest, most parody filled years. So a lot of people like, especially myself, uh, who got into it during that era, you're like, oh, this is awesome. And then the last few years has just been like, oh, this is how it's been for the vast majority of F1's existence. Yeah. yeah. Just like one or two teams running laps around everybody else. Jimmy Johnson yeah. doesn't win the championship and Davey immediately goes to a different form of motorsports. Just, just I'm, put, <laughs> I'm putting the pieces together. I just find it funny. Um, <laughs> you know, you know. You know, hey, everyone likes it when their team wins. Um, that's fake racers podcast. We didn't do this part, but, uh, I'm Joey's Davey. That's Matt. Um, can't thank you enough for watching, listening throughout the year. Um, this is going to be our last episode for a little bit. Um, mainly cause I'm tired. I think everyone's hey, tired and that's guess okay. What? Yeah. It's been a long season and we did a good ass job all season. Yeah, we so only missed we one burned, week. 
We've earned our break. We only missed it was, one week. Granted, it was like two weeks ago, but we only missed one week. <laughs> we've, all, we've only missed one week in like a long-ass time. Yeah. Like, we've had some people miss out and stuff like that, but we've been able to get a show out for the most part unless unless it was just when it was me and Joe and one of us was deathly sick. <laughs> uh, that was like the only other times that we missed weeks. This is like, we, we, did, we have done a really freaking good job. Um. So, so you're welcome. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> hand out grades for teams and maybe drivers tonight. We'll we'll see how this goes. This one's <laughs> we're playing very loose and off the cuff by the rules, but um, mm-hmm. again, cannot thank you folks enough for watching, listening all year. Uh, we hope you stick around through the off season. I, I know uh, this is like the beginning of the show, and I'm not supposed to say these things, but um, we appreciate you so much. Uh, we appreciate all your support. Make sure you're following us on our social media at Fake Racers on Twitter, uh, Jetto Network on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. All that stuff, um, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, I'm gonna. We're just gonna go down the list like we did the first time this year. So if yep. you want to go back and listen to that preseason grades episode, go for it. We'll tell you. We'll, we'll kind of give you what our preseason grades. So this is how I thought we could do. I'll talk about the team. I'll throw it to you guys. You say what your preseason grade is and what your postseason grade is. Does that sound good? That sounds good to me. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Just mind you, this has no, we we have no money on this. We have no uh, reason to lie to you. So when someone does lie to you, they suck. Um, let's start with the <laughs> let's start with the championship uh, winning organization, Team Penske. Obviously, um, started off the year. Joey Logano won the Clash. Austin Citric won the 500. Logano won again. Um, forget where. Darlington. Darlington. Thank you. Oh yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. Logano won Gateway. And maybe somewhere else in there. I think that was it. Actually, won I mean, he won races. Vegas. He won four races, including the <laughs> yeah, last or one. Not, until the playoffs. Either. I don't think he won another race. Um. So Joey Logano obviously takes home 2022 title. Uh, Austin Sindrick gets to the round of 12, which I think was higher, better than I think any of us thought he would have done. Yeah. Um, just because that Cup Series is a big adapt uh, a big thing to adapt to and you can talk about all the circumstances that got him there it doesn't matter he got there and the end had a shot on the last lap at the roval to make it to the round of eight um and then ryan blaney makes it to the round of eight despite not winning a race could have shoulda woulda uh won a race a couple times won the all-star race um and was fourth in points at the end of the regular season so mm. um fourth or third he might have been third um but uh I don't know. I can start. I gave Team Penske a B plus to start the year. Um boy howdy, I was wrong. I really thought <laughs> they would uh I really, really thought that they would not struggle, but they would especially the two car would miss <coughs> having a driver like Kozlowski in the car. Um I still don't think they they weren't dominant by any means, but it's hard to say that they weren't one B on the year, you know. I don't think they were the best team all year, but in the end, they won yeah. the title, so I give them an A. And I think a lot of that is just because there wasn't a ton of consistency this year. Like there was a lot of guys that had good years. Mm. Um, so I mean, when you look at it on paper, it's like they won five races, and it's you know after the first race of the season, two of their drivers went winless, but you know they were all very fast. It seemed like every week. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of tricky. What do you give them? I feel like I have to give them an A because they won the title, but maybe like A minus. I'll give you. You can give them an A minus. Yeah. 
it's the whole team. It's not just Joey Logano. Like yeah. I said, we'll do driver ones, maybe. Which, ironically, I'd say Blaney was probably fastest week in, week out, and he's the only one who didn't win a race. Well, fair enough. That kind of brings me to what I was going to talk about. Um, I gave them an A at the start of the season. I think I'm going to start off and say that I think they kept an A to the end of the season because obviously they're the team that won the championship. Two of their drivers went on deep playoff runs. Austin Cindric won the day 2500, made it past the first round of the playoffs. Strong showing, but the execution lacked. Ryan Blaney didn't win any races this season when he had the speed to win a few. Um, Austin Cindric rookie season you can't really judge it but he won the 500 and didn't get eliminated first round like i said that in itself is an achievement that's something you should you should hold his head high about team penske deserves the a that i gave them at the beginning of the season in my opinion all right so this is where i'm going to ask you guys for your input do you want to do the drivers or do you want to go through all the teams first let's do teams okay all right fair enough we'll see where we are time wise um next on the list this one uh, let's go from the top towards a team that's kind of in the middle to the bottom, front row. Mm. Um, obviously, Michael McDowell had a career high in top tens, I do believe, this year. Todd Gilliland mm. had a couple impressive runs, Indianapolis and Watkins Glen up until the uh, parts failure come to mind. Um, coming into the year, I gave them a C. I would probably leave them in a C. That's kind of what I was thinking, yeah. I mean, um, Mc- McDowell had a very good, like you are saying, <laughs> McDowell had a very good year. Um, Todd Gilliland had some flashes, but yeah. What'd you give them at the start of the year? I gave them. Yeah, say that part. Come on. C minus. There we go. So you give them a C. Yeah, I'd say a C. Okay. Because I remember we were talking about that we kind of expected a regression. Um, Mm -hmm. and instead McDowell got better. Yeah. He 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 didn't win a race and he didn't make the playoffs, but he had the best season of his career. Yep, this is one where I'm going to have to eat my words a little bit. I gave him a D plus. I really thought that regression was going to hurt. I thought Todd Gilliland would struggle, which he did at first, but he did bring it around and have really good runs at the end of the season for what that car is. And obviously, like you guys said, Michael McDowell had a career season. Um, I like, gave him a D plus. I think I got to go with the C. I'm going to go with a C minus. I think Ooh. there's still, I think there's still improvement to be had there. Um, but they're a team that has proven to me at least that they can go out and find it. So good for them. Yeah. Um, a team that had a lot of stuff going on off the track throughout the year. Um, especially that, that heated up late in the middle of the summer out of nowhere. Rich Childress racing, obviously won four races on the year, three with Tyler Reddick, who's going to leave for 2311. Uh, Austin Dillon wins at Daytona after the rain falls down and takes out half the field. Um, but Austin Dillon also and Tyler Reddick both had about average finishes in the 15 range throughout the season. One was more consistent than the other. The other had more te- problems throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, RCR, I gave a B coming into the year. I would probably give them a B plus. Yeah, I was going to go B plus as well. I um, there's There was a lot of ups and downs at RCR. Tyler Reddick was a shining star. If RCR was just Tyler Reddick, they probably could have gotten into A minus territory. Um, Austin Dillon was consistent, did win at Daytona to get into the playoffs, but just what like didn't really show the speed that I think he's even had in years past. Usually he has a, a run of speed, a run of a run of pace at some point in the season. Didn't really have that like Tyler Reddick had it at numerous points. Um, he was unlucky to not go further in the playoffs, and 
they went ahead and signed Kyle Bush, which counts for something in the grades. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think overall ups and downs combined, they improved a little more than I thought they would. I'll give them a B plus. Yeah, that was kind of like a cruel piece of irony is that like last year, Austin Dillon was borderline top 10 in points almost the entire year and was super unlucky to miss the playoffs. And then this year <laughs> struggled for most of the regular season and then made the playoffs off of yeah. like a, a crazy win. So it's like think about that. He, he has like two halves of a good season spread across two years. Um, yeah, I I'd, I think you guys hit it right on with with a B plus Tyler Reddick, especially like became a star this year. So. And you also had a B plus mm-hmm. at the start of the year and Davey had a B. Um, Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs Racing. We all gave Joe Gibbs Racing an A. That was our predictions for the year. Um, there, there's a lot you can say about what happened at Joe Gibbs Racing this year. Obviously, losing Kyle Busch. Um, that might sting. Truex is coming back, despite it probably could have, should have, would have been his last season if Kyle stays. Mm. Um, Truex fails to win a race, despite being top five in points in the regular season. Kyle Busch won the Bristol Dirt Race by virtue of Chase Briscoe and Tyler Reddick. Well, Chase Briscoe being dumb. <laughs> um, and uh, Denny Hamlin, I think, won three races, got cucumbered for one of them, and Christopher Bell made the final four. So um, a very topsy-turvy season for Joe Gibbs Racing. Bell had three wins. Hamlin had three wins. Um, Kyle Busch had the, the other win in weird fashion in that Bristol Dirt Race where it rained. Uh, but for Joe Gibbs Racing, I... Is it bad if I rank them below RCR? Like, if I give them a B? (sighs) Because I want to give them a B. I I don't want to fail them. Yeah, because this one's tough. Because, I mean... Truex just didn't have speed. Yeah, Truex was just kind of there. Kyle Busch led the series in, in incidents this year. Like, it felt like it was every other race he was spinning. Um, But it had a lot of speed. But, you know, got into a lot of trouble. And then Denny Hamlin was completely MIA for like the first third of the season. And then they finally hit their stride, which I mean, was a story for a lot of teams. But yeah, like you're saying, like, it's very unbalanced. Like Bell was really the only one who was consistent all year. Yeah. And even then, like Bell was quiet, consistent. Like he wasn't loud about it. Like he 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 went and got his wins when he needed them and he executed at the right point in time in the, in the season. But like for most of the season before that, he was just like decent. Like he wasn't making big runs at the front. Like he, it, it was very quietly consistent. Kyle Bush was streaky, um, would be really fast, would be out to lunch. And then Denny Hamlin kind of the same deal, but to a lesser extent on the positive side, like he won those races and he had that one convincing win. Other than that, Denny Hamlin was nowhere to be seen most of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were struggling to crack the top 20 in points, like by Richmond, I think, when they got their first win. And Truex not winning a race is, I mean, that's all you have to say about that. Pile on top of it, all the mechanical failures. Man, I might have to go. I kind of agree. With you. You're making a good point. Yeah, um, I was I was kind of on board with I was like, I don't know if B is accurate. And yeah, now that we've like discussed it, it's kind of you kind of talked to me. I'm going to go B plus for me just because they made it to the final four. There's something to be said about making it to the final four. But yeah, the, not the year. I don't think any of us expected from Joe Gibbs kind of now that we break it all down a bit of a calamity. But 
yeah. That's that's was, sort of we get to talk about the drivers like, individually, right? That's where you're gonna see like a guy like Christopher Bell, a right, a season for him, three wins, final four appearance. But like a guy like Kyle Busch, it feels like it's a C, it's a D. True X, it feels like it's a C. It, it like Hamlin a B plus. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, call it great saying. This one we all had B minuses coming into the year. Um, they had speed some weeks. Think about AJ at Coda, probably coulda, shoulda, woulda won the race, right? Yep. Um, yeah. too bad that doesn't matter. And, uh, <laughs> honestly, 31, Justin Haley was out to lunch for the first half of the year, it felt like. Started picking it up in the last 10 races. Same with the 16 team. Once they had AJ in the car every week there at the end of the season, it felt like they were yeah. starting to get a lot of speed going. Yeah, they both ended up kind of at the end of the season having playoff speed. Yeah. Yeah, um, but, you know, it's the whole season, right? You get graded on the whole season, yeah. so I would probably have to give him a C plus. That's kind of what I was leaning towards, yeah, C plus. Um, I'm going to hold my hold my B minus. Yeah, you'll hold your B minus. I was going to say, I'd put him, you know, a notch ahead of front row, I think. But so I think C plus or B minus range is pretty good. So, well, Which one is it? You have to pick one. C plus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um spire motorsports c minus c minus c for me um <laughs> dude i'm they get a d i don't care i, I, I don't even gonna, need to yeah. explain it like that was awful d minus it been. it would have been a, I, I mean and looks and all these are relative right like joe gibbs racing is still an a tier organization but spire talked big game Corilla joy talked big game the seven car was terrible. The 77 car shouldn't have been on the racetrack. I mean, it was just not good. Landon, but Landon Castle's a really good race car driver, Davey. Landon Castle's a cool guy. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> I feel bad, because I, I feel like they were one of those teams that might have gotten sold on some of the false promises of the next-gen car. <clears throat> um, But yeah. Yeah, and Co like, Corey LaJoy still had his moments, but I mean, he's second lowest full-time driver this season i mean he finished behind kurt bush on points if corla joy wins that atlanta race do we change our rating or uh maybe it bumps him up to a c corla joy might not plus. even make the playoffs even if he does win that atlanta race so i, I yeah, it's hard right like that's a good point that's a really good point does that that would make me think worse of the team if they win a race and they don't make the playoffs yeah it's a good point so um, yeah, yeah they were definitely one of the more disappointing teams this year because I, you know, we expected them to mix it up with, you know, with the colleagues and and the the RPMs and the RFKs, and they kind of just got left in the dust. So. Uh, another team that I think was very disappointing this year, uh, Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, get, coming into the year, I gave him a B minus. Dave, you gave him a B plus. Matt, you gave him a B. So we were all over the place here. Um, obviously, Chase Briscoe wins at Phoenix. Good for him. Um, had was able to like Briscoe's season was weird, right? Like, yeah, they were really fast for like the first six races, and then the last six races, and then kind of in between, nothing. completely MIA. And even those last six races, Out they weren't quick. They just yeah made outside of throughout the race. Yeah, and outside of Bristol and Charlotte, which they very well could have won. You know. That was two great runs sprinkled into just kind of six months of soul searching for the full um, team. Same yeah. with Harvick. 
Harvick kind of had the month there in August where he was looked unbeatable, just and then got hot. They found something, and then oh, he, yeah. they just died in the playoffs. Um, and then Eric Almarola was nowhere to be seen all year. Um, completely Oop. forgot he exactly, and he was poor Cole Custer. Very good at finishing like exactly thirteenth. Yeah, <laughs> and poor Cole Custer like yeah. cannot catch a break. I guess big rumors about him already this se- or this postseason as Dude. well. And they had like that month and a half stretch at the end of the summer where they were like running good, like running top 10 every race. And then something stupid would happen every single time. Well, hell, when the fire got lit under his butt, all of a sudden he was running top 10 in Martinsville. It was like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. Um, and he, I think he qualified top 10 at Phoenix, too. Like had good speed at Phoenix, maybe. I don't remember. But um, for Stuart Haas Racing, really thought last year was going to be the outlier. Um, and it, it does not appear to be that case. I said a B minus coming into the year. I'd give him a C minus, honestly. I don't care if you got three wins. Yeah, that's tough. Um, You're a four car organization that's supposed to be at the top of the sport, and you get three wins, and two of your four drivers, I couldn't even tell you where they were running most weeks. Right. Outside of, oh, they're probably running under 25th. Man, yeah, that is tough. Um, and, and, go ahead. I'm trying and, to think. Were, were they worse than front row? Because I feel like front row is kind of like the measuring stick for other teams. I feel like. okay. Well, if the like that's, and this that's is where the I'm expectations come in, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'd give them a C then. I won't give them a C minus. I'll give them a C. Yeah, I, I got to give wanna. them a C as well. Because in the end, they did put two cars in the playoffs. Um, but. And that's not to say that I expect them to get all four into the playoffs, but I expect them to at least compete. Yeah, yeah, you'd ex- at least expect... I mean, Almirola, I've given him a lot of crap, but like Eric Almirola is relatively a good race car driver. Yeah, he, he's the Paul Menard line, right? He's he, the bar. He, he is He is the new Paul Menard. He is the measuring stick for other drivers. You expect him to be like 12th or 13th in points usually. Um, yeah. But like him and, and Custer just kind of drag the rest of the team down, unfortunately. So I got to go. I got to go with C plus. They won some races. Harvick had a really hot streak there at the end of this. At, well, not the end of the season, but at the end of the regular season, Chase Briscoe had a deep playoff run. Dis, d- despite not showing speed, like by sheer will alone made it deep in the playoffs. And um, just craftiness by that whole team. Yeah. Counts for something. Uh, Rick Ware Racing, Matt and I gave him a D plus. You get, yeah. I'm well, right, I, I'll, no, I'll I'm right him, there I'll with give you. A, give him a D minus. I'm giving him a D minus because yeah, when Joey when Joey Han was in the car, they looked pretty good. I will say Cody Ware had a couple moments where I was like, "Hey, he's not that bad." Yeah. Here's the problem. <laughs> um, those cars, I think, both finished bottom three in owners' points, and I believe for one of them, it's the third straight year. So, uh, yeah. If someone else wants a charter, they're probably going to get it. Cody <laughs> Ware almost won Daytona. I forgot if NASCAR about that. follows oh through. Um, and again, that's one of those cases I don't think it changes our perception on their year if they win a race, no, right? Yeah, like, it, no. no. Especially if it was that Daytona race, too. Yeah, well. Um, RFK Racing, Matt and I gave him a B plus, or B minus, rather. Davey gave him a C. Plus. Plus. Sorry, I was reading the RPM ones. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'd give him a C plus. I thought the six would do better, but the seventeen definitely did better than I thought my expectations were. 
Yeah. Um, they definitely improved as the year went on, but yes. it was ugly for the first few months. They won a race at a non-super yep. speedway for the first time in God knows how long, probably since Carl was there. 2014, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Carl. Yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, I, I can give them a C plus, but I, I can't, I don't I feel like I can't, because they made improvements. Like, like, I think that's a huge improvement for that team, right? Yeah. I'm going to stick with C+. I gave him a C+, last time. I'm going to give him a C+, again. Yeah, I think that's what i race. Both the, both the drivers found found more speed as the season went on. Swept the duels. Just saying. Yeah, wow. that was a... That, that, hey, listen, if you ever want to know how your season's going to go, look at the look at the duels. <laughs> yep. If you sweep the duels, <laughs> you're going to suck ass for about 18 weeks. Yeah. You're going to get a 100-point penalty at Atlanta. Ooh. That one really and derailed get, the six man. And get DQ'd at Martinsville after top five. Yeah, that's yeah. that was rough. Yeah, that was like Brad, Brad definitely picked it up, but the first half of the year he was a weapon on track. Brad, <laughs> yeah, was. it was not. He good. was trying. He was really. He, he trying was trying so hard. Year. Yeah, and I don't think he realized that the equipment was not, you know, going to be under. I think it was a measure or a mixture of. You know the switch to Roush and also the next gen car. Yeah, was, I think it caught a lot of the veterans out. I so. think the switch for a driver like Brad. Um, I think it just I I feel like they thought they'd have things together a little bit more than what they actually did. Yeah. Um, I think that team. You know, we could talk about it being renamed and buying in, but that team really felt a little bit more akin to a track house or twenty three eleven. Um, yeah. When they started last year, right? Maybe more so 2311 with how they bought Levine and kind of redid things that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but they, de- they definitely looked like, you know, they were running where they expected to by the end of the year. Yeah. So. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so I think C is fair. And Busher. Busher looks really good. I, yeah. I don't care. I think he outperformed the equipment a lot of weeks. Um, got a poll at Dover too. Uh, so don't forget that. But yep. I forgot it. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Petty GMS. <laughs> Ty Dillon was awful. <laughs> I was gonna say if we're going purely on drivers, it would be Eric Jones got an A, Ty Dillon got an F, so they average out at C. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which really pains me. Um, but when, when the Southern 500, you know, circumstance with Kyle Busch blowing up, whatever. But Eric drives a fantastic race most top they, they posted a graphic today that's the most top tens a driver of the 43 has gotten in a season since richard petty drove the car um Jesus. so just so good this year. fuel for thought um good lord probably could have won a couple other races too throughout the year uh, auto yeah. club comes to mind at the start if they maybe figure things out a little bit better they were and really fast at vegas to talladega. talladega yeah um yep. both uh, the fall daytona rate or yeah, fall, summer, whatever you want to call it, Daytona race. Second but, Atlanta race, they got a top five. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. Unfortunately, it's, though, gotta get. I'm gonna give him a C plus because Ty Dillon did have some decent weeks. But yeah, C. I'm yeah, may, maybe I can't F give for him a, Ty Dillon. I can't give him a, a C. Rude, but <laughs> they did better than better than passing, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Because we we all went see across the board. I I'm gonna go B minus for the race win at Darlington. 
Um, All right, well, then I'm going to go B minus two. I just didn't want to be biased. <laughs> so I'll I think do C plus then. I think they're better than RFK, <laughs> so. My, my reasoning is, like, for most for some of those teams that were really bad, a race win doesn't affect their season. But for Eric Jones, who ran really well, it was yeah. the culmination of, of finally, I, I keep saying this damn word, it's fi- finally executing and winning a race. Despite, yeah. you know, he had all the speed. He had speed for most of the season. Maybe not race winning speed, but he finally put it together. That team put it together, and they got a really cool win at Darlington. That's so kind that, of that like a... A, a confirmation like yeah we can do this we are this good and well y'all better watch out next year another thing about that team uh, obviously they're bringing in Noah to drive the 42 but Luke Lambert's also coming on to be the crew chief of the 42 which I think feels like it's gotten lost in the shuffle here who he was Noah's crew chief this year at JRM mm-hmm. um and obviously has cup experience so I uh, feel like that's a team that could be poised for like a B next year just saying um, twenty three eleven. Obviously, uh, Kurt Busch gets injured halfway through the year. I think that really derails any momentum they had. But Wallace had a lot of speed in the late summer. Uh, you know, Michigan comes to mind winning the first poll for that team. Obviously, Kurt won at Kansas in the spring, and the Bubble won it in the fall. Um, I totally forgot they swept Kansas. Yeah, but you go back to inconsistencies. The twenty three car was not consistent at all. Ever, uh, maybe towards the end of the year when they switched the the, the number on the door, um, they got a little more consistent. But um, I don't know. This one I struggle with. I I feel like I mean they were very fast. Kurt Busch pre injury was absolutely killing it. Like that was a that Kurt Busch was a contender. Yes, um, I get, that gets lost. You because like they everyone knows he won the race and he was quick, but like Kurt Busch was legitimately he was up, up there top five most weeks, fighting for race wins on a, on a pretty regular basis. He was looking like Bubba, the best Toyota for a little bit there. Bubba yeah. Wallace was also very good most of the season. Like consistency problems, yes. Execution problems, yes. I know that team on pit road had some issues. Um, it's hard to say because, like you said, that the season got derailed when they had to start putting different drivers in the car. There was the Bubba incident. Where suddenly, suddenly, no one that was driving at twenty three eleven was driving the cars. Like <laughs> it was just it's such a weird situation, such a weird deal. Yeah, but uh, Ty Gibbs half rookie year. Yeah, and Daniel Hembrick decided he wanted to come in, and <laughs> he'll know. he'll take the car for a week. He'll take it for yeah. A yeah. Like, can anybody here? Anymore. Can anybody here drive? Yeah, <laughs> literally. That's. I mean, it was a rotating door, and. You know, it's just so hard to it's hard to grade on that, too. Um, yeah. And and like Kurt Busch had great speed, but they had problems finishing races, too. They got caught up in a lot of late race incidents. Like if you were to go by like first third of the season, absolute disaster class for 2311. Like it was literally like, what can we do wrong this week? And not to say they didn't have speed. It was just like things come to mind was i mean circuit of the americas was an absolute disaster for them yeah. um yeah that was but then bad. they hit the summer kurt wins his race bubba wins his race after the playoffs start and then everything comes unraveled again with you know the suspension and kurt's injury and everything so it's 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 really i'm struggling to figure out what i would grade them as i was yeah, kind of looking they to, have you, a- to you guys for guidance here <laughs> Yeah, they they have a lot. They have a lot of pieces to pick up, but when they pick up the pieces, it's going to make a beautiful work of art. Yeah, the I, potential's there. It's just consistency is still what they're looking for. I gave him a B coming into the year. 
probably give him a B minus. Really? I was going to, I gave him a B plus. I was going to stick with it because really they were fast. They were faster than I thought they were going to be. I mean, I'll stick with the B. I'm like, but that's where I'm between, but I can't give him a B plus. Okay. I can. So well, you're going to give him a B plus. That's fine. I'm going to give him a B. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with a B as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I win. Uh, Wood Brothers, Harrison Burton struggled all year, all year up until maybe those last five races. I'm giving him a D. I was very disappointed. A D. Yeah, I, I it went farther than rookie trying to get acquainted to the cup car, in my opinion. First half of the season, I would agree with you. Second half of the season, I wouldn't. I feel like I feel like the first half of the season was egregious. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think the first half was like an E effort, and the second half was maybe like a C. So that's where I'm getting to a D. Let me go D plus because I do believe in that race team and I do believe in Harrison Burton. I do too. Yeah, I do they too. They did awful this year. I was gonna say yeah, I'd, I'd say D plus because I think they are obviously ahead of Spire, but I don't think they're on par with you know the front rows or whatever C teams we have. <clears throat> um, Hendrick Motorsports, you two both gave him an A plus coming into the year. I gave him an A minus. Chase Elliott obviously wins the most races in the league. Kyle Larson gets three. Bowman wins at Vegas. Byron wins twice um, and then goes to do absolutely nothing the rest of the year. Probably the same with Bowman. Um, Larson was hit or miss. Chase was the only one that seemed consistently fast up until the last five races. Five car was on one at the end of the season as well. Yes. Yes. Really weird year. I would, I'm going to stick with my A-. minus. Yeah, I gave him an A+. I'm going to drop it down to an A-. minus. I think there were consistency issues with every car that wasn't the 9 car. And even yeah. the 9 car at the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to go with so an A-. Because like you were mentioning, you know, it's a good thing that Byron and, and Bowman got their wins early. Because, I mean, they had speed, but they, like Weren't when we talked about, Byron could not finish some, races. Byron had some stupid stat where like he didn't finish top 10 since like Martinsville to all the way to like August, sometime in August. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on, I got it pulled up. Right here. So he he wins Martinsville, which and then one, finishes... two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight races later, he gets another top ten at Sonoma. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten races until the start Jesus. of the playoffs, he gets his next top ten. So, Jesus. and were either of those yeah. top fives? No. Yeah. So, he, uh, like, he got off to a lightning fast start and then just was completely he, missing in action. He adapted that. quicker than everyone else, but he couldn't hold on to it because he's still yeah. William Byron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> JTG Doherty Racing, Ricky Stenhouse, I, he signed a contract extension. Um, uh, C minus. I, I don't know. When was Ricky up front? What I I even he, like the Daytona five hundred. He had a four rate, so ran great at Daytona, top 10 at Auto Club, and then had a four race stretch, second at Dover, eighth at Darlington, eighth at Kansas, seventh at Charlotte, and then just disappeared back into the midfield again. C. I give him a C. Whew. This is a doozy right here. I don't think I can go higher than a C minus because they. Again, they were another one of those teams I feel like that saw the next gen as like, this is our chance. And they just slipped even further into the 20s. Yeah, you got me. C minus. I'll, I'll, I'll change it. I write my I grades know, man. in they, pencil. They were, I thought they were pretty dreadful. 
Like that was a bad season. You gonna give him a D plus? D plus. I don't. I don't blame you for that either. I was thinking about it. But... I mean, they were. Ba- I mean, really, were they that much better than Harrison Burton? No. No, yeah, weren't. he fit literally one spot ahead of Harrison Burton in points. Exactly. Uh, actually, no, he only finished seven points ahead of Harrison Burton. All right, I'm giving him a D plus. You got me. Yeah. All right, switch me to a D plus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I'm so bad. Analytics said I write this stuff in pencil for a reason. And it's like <laughs> Ricky Stenhouse is signing a long term extension with his team. Why? Because <laughs> it's the only team. Oh my gosh. That can like, pay for his wrecks. There's not an Xfinity team that would let you drive for him. Probably is. They'd go broke. There yeah, probably is an Xfinity team that would let him drive, but again, you can't go back down to Xfinity and expect to get Listen, back to Cup, right? No, man, it's nothing. It is nothing. I'm, I'm, I don't care. The Ricky Stenhouse wrecks a lot jokes. They're not jokes, all right. This has been a thing that Ricky Stenhouse has done since he was coming through the ranks yeah. with Roush. Remember when Jack Roush had to take him, him out of the car? Yeah, and guess what? <laughs> when he drove for Tony Stewart, he did the same thing. Like before that, like when he was in the lower ranks and in dirt and stuff, mm. he had to take him out of the car then too because he tore up a bunch of crap. Yeah, unless your name is AJ Allmendinger, who ironically also had his career sucked into the JTG vacuum. Like you're probably not getting back up to Cup. So. Oh God, yeah. Not How many guys it. have gotten back up to Cup? AJ, is that it? Um, I'm I'm thinking of guys who didn't do it. Brian, Vi- oh no, Brian Vickers did it. Uh. Uh, but again, that didn't last for very long. That uh, one was more luck, I feel like, than anything, though. Yeah, it was just kind of like MWR was like, can anybody drive the 55 next year? And Brian Vickers was like, I'll do it. <laughs> um, yeah, Allgaier hasn't done it yet. Probably won't unless the JRM team ever goes up happens. Um, Sadler couldn't do it. I'm trying to think of who else. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't get what they're doing. It's just like you, you got like a, a bucket and you're pailing water out of a boat that has a big <laughs> ass hole in the middle of it. I don't know. Uh, track house. I gave him a B minus. You both gave him a, B, a C plus. Boy, howdy. We were wrong. Yeah. We got screwed <laughs> on this one. Ross that is not Chastain fair. won two races. Has not won since Talladega in the spring, mind you, but holy crap. Third, second in po- regular season points. Second in playoffs. Um, Daniel Suarez has a career year as well. Wins at Sonoma. Yeah. Um, probably could have won a couple other times too, especially the road courses. The 99 was quick. Um, 10th in points. 10th in points. Made the playoffs for the first time in his career, I think. Um, don't quote me on that one. Pretty sure that's correct. Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, I give him an A. I was going to say, yeah, I don't know if I can I just, give him anything lower than an A. And part of it's expectations, but I mean, what team was more consistent through the middle of the year than Trackhouse? None of them, that's who. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I was kind of flirting with A-, minus, but A is, A is fair. A is, A is correct. Um, and do you guys remember this team, Live Fast? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm giving a D-. Minus. F. F? We could give Fs? Dude, yes, we can. That team was a travesty. Matt, you're giving them yeah. an F too because they suck. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, BJ. Yeah, he got you. a top ten at at Indy. So yeah, he's got that going for him. Congrats. Uh, I so did I almost. Harrison Burton yeah. got a top three. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Burton and Todd Gilliland finished top five in that race. I won money in, off in, of that too. By Indy the way, Indy Road <laughs> Course is a good good place to be good if you're really bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's team Jeez. grades. Let's do some driver grades here. I'm going to rapid fire these. I got them in numerical order. Ooh, um, I'm down for rapid fire. That sounds fun. All right. Uh, you get one sentence. Matthew, you're going to start each round. Ready? Oh, God. I'm going to make you go first because you're Mr. Indecisive. Uh, All right. That's a lot of pressure. They're in numerical order. So here we go. Okay. Ross Chastain. Uh, I'm going to give him an A. Ross became a star this year. I, I know there were some problems along the way, but... Davey. A plus, Ross Chastain reached superstar status, won races, got to the final four, and almost won the championship. Yeah. And for all those reasons, I'm also giving him an A plus because no one saw that coming, and if you would have told me Ross Chastain was going to become like global viral sensation, <laughs> I would have deleted yeah. the podcast from the uh, from the internet like, I, I just want to say too earlier in the year i said that ross was my pick for the championship and i was like he's the only guy who's like consistently fast and then here we are and he was you know right on joey Logano's tail at the end consistently fast <laughs> um austin Sindrick, matthew uh i'll give him a b davy c plus when the 500 didn't do much else I'm yeah. giving him a B because making the round of 12 means something. Sometimes being invisible as a rookie is a good thing. So. <laughs> Austin Dillon. Uh, I'll give him a C plus. Davey. B minus was handily outrun by his teammate all season. Give him a C plus for that exact reason. And uh, yeah, uh, Kevin Harvick. Ooh. I'll give him a B minus. Mm. That one's kind of tough, but yeah. B minus. Yeah, just a mediocre season from him. When he was good, he was good. When he was bad, he was awful. B minus. Yes. Large golf in the two, yeah. Uh Kyle Larson, Matthew. I'm gonna say A minus. A little bit of a step down from last year. That late season run definitely bumped him up. So A minus. Late season run did a, did him wonders, but he was not great. Yeah. If he cut out the playoffs, I'd put him like a high B. Yeah, yeah um, I'm giving him an A minus because of all those reasons, and he was kind of Mr. Irrelevant <laughs> a lot of the year. Brad <laughs> Keselowski for being for being season champion, <laughs> defending champion. He was pretty irrelevant. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kyle Larson, uh, Brad Keselowski, Matthew. Uh, oh God, this one's really hard. I'm gonna give him a C just because he like first half of the year would have been like a D minus. So. He he really improved as the year went on, though. C minus, but there's room to grow. <laughs> C minus, but I'm looking for improvement next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corey LaJoy. Uh, D, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Davey. C minus, and I'm, I'm neutral. It's really hard to, like, with single car teams like LaJoy, it's hard to just, like, separate the driver from the team. That's a like, two I feel car like, team. Yeah. I was like, well, whatever. The seven R and D car, seventy-seven doesn't count. And like, I feel like Corey LaJoy <laughs> did well this year, but like, it's like the sinking ship metaphor again. Yeah. That's why I gave him a C minus because I feel like he drove all right. Uh, yeah. I'm giving him a D plus. I'm gonna split the middle because uh, uh, don't talk a big game and don't follow and you better yeah. follow up on it. Uh, Tyler Reddick, I'm gonna give him an A minus. Uh, very good year. Little consistency problems at times, but. Yeah. Um, a became a championship contender, and he probably should have made it further in the playoffs. Yeah. I give him an A plus because he won three races with RCR, and uh, despite two of those wins coming after he announced he's leaving. 
Chase Elliott. Uh, I'll give him an A. It doesn't feel like an A because even in a year where he was best, the best driver on the, the circuit, still don't feel great about Chase Elliott <laughs> after this year for some reason. So um, B plus because he was weird. He drove really well, made it to the final four and all that. That's really cool. But he was just weird all year. I, I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way. There, there's just some vibes about Chase Elliott. I don't know he, what it is. He started, Especially this year. He yeah. started being Kyle Busch all of a sudden. He's gotten really grumpy. Yeah. I just don't care to rate him that highly. Real quick, real quick. He said he wants to not think about racing for a while, and then he was doing like the Nitro Rally Cross this past weekend, which is racing. Um, so I just put it out weird. there. Again, Rally Cross is like the moonshine of racing. It's just like purely distilled to just cut out all the crap you don't need. <laughs> also, so. it's it's incredible that a driver at the caliber of Chase Elliott, who had the season that he had, was somehow. Angry. A non-story all season and angry. Yeah. yeah. No one cared about Chase Elliott all season. He had the he had the best season, but he went no on one like cared. a well. What he did is he like went on a string. I think he actually won six races, but he went on a, sh- a tear there with like three wins and six races or something like, and then he just went back to doing nothing again. Yeah, yeah. and like for a long time, I never really got why people hated Chase Elliott because I was like, everybody says he has no personality, so how <gasps> is there something hateable about him? But he was kind of a punk ass this year, like. <laughs> Him just absolutely punting Tyler Reddick at Watkins Glen for no reason on the last lap. I was like, what the hell? Because he was mad because Larson roughed him up a little bit, too. That yeah. was the best part. You know how all those show, all those podcasts have like a, a blank of the week segment? We need a we need a Matt Steelman specific segment. That's punk ass of the week. <laughs> punk ass yes. of the week. I Let's love it. it. It's going to be hard to dethrone Ty Gibbs for a lot of those, but yeah. (laughs) I'm going to write this down somewhere. We need podcast of the week. I need you to uh, make up a graphic for it for next year. We'll make it a a TikTok special thing, too. We'll put it on there. throwing Chase Elliott in a trash can. uh, I'll do one better. I'll put it in the creator's channel, and then I'll... um... Pin it. I'll, I'll pin it. All right. (laughs) Oh, you got me. Um, Anyways, Chase Elliott, I'm giving him an A, because uh, if you get more than three wins... I think you deserve an A no matter what. Um, Eric Almarola, Matthew. He is getting a C. He is the measuring stick for all other drivers. He is a pure neutral race car driver. Davey. Oh, Eric Almarola. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, C. I mean, what can you <laughs> yeah, say I about it? I can't say anything, C. Uh, Denny He's Hamlin. one of the drivers of this season. Yeah. Matthew, Denny Hamlin. Uh, I'll give Denny Hamlin a... I wanted to say B plus, but that doesn't feel right. I'll give him an A minus. So definitely picked it up as the year went on, but yeah. I've got I got oh man, this is tough. Um I'll go B. B? I feel like I, I feel like he should have done I, what I mean, what did Denny yeah. Hamlin do? No no, I just I didn't think you'd go that low. Just What did he do? I won some races. I, I don't know. Yeah, but he was also slow as hell in okay. a lot of them. Okay. Hey, it's fair. It's fair. I, I didn't expect you were saying. Yeah, I, didn't I was going to say, say over B. the last 15 or so races, they were top five every week, pretty much. But yeah, the first half, they were not very good. Out to lunch. I'm giving him a B plus because, again, you win. Th- what did he win? Three races or two races? I don't care. He I gets, think he only won two. I guess a B plus for me. Whatever. Made the round of eight. Um, Ryan Blaney, a million dollars richer. Matthew. <sighs> <laughs> I'm a. I don't know if I go with A minus or B plus, but it was frustrating. I'm going to go B plus because I was disappointed by him. Very fast. Win a goddamn race, Ryan. Sick of this. 
Oh my god. Yeah, B plus for the same reasons. You gotta win a race, bud. It's so absurd. Um, I'm giving him an A minus because he made it to the round of eight without winning a race. That's very impressive because that means he's consistent. Uh, Chase Briscoe. Uh, I'm gonna give him a C plus as well. Wow. Great playoff run, but you know, like we mentioned, missing an action for a lot of the season. <clears throat> C plus. I gave Austin Cindric a C plus. He didn't run that much better than Austin Cindric. Fair enough. I'm giving him a B minus because he won some races and SHR was not good. Um, I have rotation of drivers in the 15 if you want to pick any out. Uh, but overall, I give this car a D. So Joey Hand, I, Joey Hand, A plus. Honestly, forgot the 15 car existed. <laughs> Everyone's giving him a D. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just except for Joey Hand. <laughs> a. Plus. Sacramento native <laughs> represent uh, rotation of drivers in the 16. I feel like Daniel Hemrick gets like a C. Noah Gregson gets like a C and then AJ gets like a B. Yeah, I was going to give him a C plus. I was going to give him a C. They were just kind of invisible for a lot of the year. All right. Back to our scheduled programming. Chris Busher. Matthew, I'll go. Mm, this one's tough. Uh, I'll go C plus as well. Okay, every one of these can't be. Mm, this one's tough. Well, they're tough. They are, dude. <laughs> they are hard. The, we just had the weirdest season in NASCAR history. Yeah. Give it a rest. Uh, I'm gonna go. Ah, oh, man, this one is tough. Uh, I'm gonna go C because he ran better than Brad. And Brad got a C minus. So, um, I have to look at Brad. What I gave Brad, I gave him a C minus. I'm gonna give him a B minus because he won a race and he was top fifteen, top twenty most weeks. Yeah, can't argue with that. Kyle Busch. Uh, I'm going to give Kyle B minus. It was not a great year for Kyle. Oh, this one's tough. <laughs> I'm giving Kyle a C because holy crap, that year was awful. And I don't know if it was him or the car. I like to think it's the car, but I got to give him a C based off of the results. B minus, way too streaky. Yeah, lots of speed, but half time couldn't keep his car pointing in the right direction, too. Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> C didn't win a race. Didn't win a race and wasn't any faster than Kyle. Yeah, I gotta give him a C. Yeah, and I'm gonna give him a C too. Um, Christopher Bell. Uh, I'll give Bell. I'll give Bell an A minus. I think Bell was pretty good this year. So A won some races. Was pretty clutch. Made it to the final four. Yeah, uh, same reasons as Davey. I'm giving him an A. See, that's what's hard about this is like I want to save like A and A pluses for the really consistent guys, but there weren't any. There was like two guys that you could count on being really fast every week. <laughs> Next gen card doing its job. Yeah. Uh, for Wood Brothers, we gave them a D plus. You guys both gave them a D plus. I gave them a D. So I'm just going to stick with those grades for Harrison Burton. That's OK with you guys. Speak now. We, for just, older we do not care about Harrison Burton. <laughs> Uh, hopefully he has a better year next year. Can't have a sophomore slump if you weren't good in the first place in your freshman year, so. Yeah. That is insane. Joey Logano, champion. Uh, well, I feel like, yeah, I was gonna say, I gotta give him an A+. Even if it wasn't the most impressive championship season, he was just like, <laughs> that somehow race. found himself in like fourth every week. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it was routine for him at that point to yeah. find himself at the front, so doing something right. That last race was very impressive. Um, uh, just put on a clinic, yeah. Bubba Wallace. 
Um, let me look at what other grades I've given. I'll give Bubba a... I'll give him a B. I think he had more speed than Kevin Harvick in the other B minuses. Um, but finishing races was a problem, not only for him, but for his team. So, Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go B plus. He had a lot of speed. It was a commanding win he had. So B plus. Giving him a B because, again, consistency needs to matter, and they were not consistent for almost three quarters of the year. Uh, William Byron. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm giving him a B as well be- for the same reasons. Um, yeah, I gotta give him equipment's, a B. Equipment's better at Hendrick, right? Like, yeah. They, B minus. After the the start of the year they had, there is no reason they should have gone a 19 race span where they had a top 10. Mm. There's no reason for that. All right, I have the 27 in here. If you want to give a grade for Loris Hesmans or Jacques Villeneuve, be my guest. No. All right, cool. Uh, Justin Haley. Maybe Matt does. I don't. Uh, a plus for Jacques Villeneuve. Um. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't want to spell Villeneuve. I didn't want to spell Jacques or Villeneuve wrong. <laughs> Jesus Is it, was it Jacques? Jacquez Villeneuve. That's not how you spell that. Yeah, well, you don't have jo- <laughs> nobody who's listening to this could see what's happening. <laughs> it's the part that makes it fun. Justin Haley. Uh, oh, uh, I'll go I gave the six. C. Yeah, I gave the sixteen a C plus, so I got to give Justin Haley a C. Yeah, C for Justin Haley. Yeah. Michael McDowell. Uh, I'll go uh, just driver. I'll say B plus. So I think Michael had a he punched above his weight for a lot of the year. So I'm sticking with B. And I'm also sticking with a B. Todd Gilliland. Oh, sorry. Ooh. No, you're good. I don't give a crap about Michael McDowell. Um, <laughs> Only Jesus does. Yeah. It's a B. <laughs> Jesus. Um, maybe his family too, but. Todd Gilliland. Uh, C minus, I guess. I think that's part of, you know, lower expectations for him to be right on par with Harrison Burton. We're like, damn, okay. D plus, but there's a there's a lot there. There's a lot there. He was he was decent at some points in the season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm giving him a C minus. Mm. Feel like he was okay. Could have been better. Yeah. Uh, Ty Dillon. Uh D. D minus. I'm also giving him a D minus when you compare him to Eric. That's uh, pretty. Actually, yeah, put it to D minus. It's pretty yeah. damning. And uh, there is a reason. Joe he... can't type the minus sign. <laughs> I can't. I, I hit equals. Um, yeah, t- Ty Dillon. There's there's a reason he's going to go drive the 77 full time next year. Yeah. Unfortunately, weird it sucks for him. Um, Eric Jones. <laughs> I'm gonna give Eric Jones an A. I think Eric Jones killed it this year. So. Yeah. Yeah. A. Hey, didn't really put too many feet wrong. I'm giving him an A plus because I like him. So <laughs> I'm giving him the plus. He, he was one of the if I was thinking of like potentialists of like my top five most surprising and like most disappointing drivers or whatever. And Eric Jones would have been number one on that list if I made it more surprising than Ross. 
Mm. Oh, actually, okay. He would have been top two, probably. Ross probably would have been number one. I would agree with you that Eric was more surprising than Ross, just because Ross had his entire team back with him from last year, and they were really good those last ten races, which I think goes under the radar when we talk about the one team in Trackhouse with the fact that that is Chip Ganassi Racing. A lot of those people were Chip Ganassi Racing employees, especially on the one team, and... Yeah. Oh. It would have been a toss-up between those two, for sure. So... Uh, uh, Kurt Busch. I'll go A minus for Kurt Busch just because they had great speed, but finishing races much like, yeah, that put a damper on things and just finishing races wasn't the 45 team's strength. So, uh, yeah, A minus. Gotta agree. He was just slightly better than Bubba. I gave Bubba a B plus as well, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm giving an A minus. I felt like they were a lot more, a lot more consistent than Bubba, which isn't. Again, saying a lot, um, but their speed, their high top end speed was a lot better too. So A minus. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I'm just gonna give him a flat D. It was. Bad. What do we give? Uh, actually, I should just see. What do we give JTG? Uh, uh, D plus, D plus, D plus is what we gave JTG. So, uh, you want to give him a D? Yeah, that's cool. I agree. I'm going D plus. These weren't Joe. It's five. It's three letters. You didn't have to copy and paste it. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> um, it's quicker. I noticed that. I was like, "You lazy? What the hell? What? Lazy? <laughs> no, never." Uh, Alex Bowman, another concussion uh, boy. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a B plus. They had it a, <laughs> a recurring theme: a lot of speed, couldn't finish races. So I'm gonna go with B. I can't give him a better grade than William Byron, so I give him a B. Give him the I can. Grade. He had top tens during the summer. It's <laughs> <laughs> very fair. It's very fair. <laughs> uh, Cody Ware. Uh, I give him yeah. a D. I don't care. Yeah, I'll go D. D plus. He almost cracked his coconut that one race. So yeah. that was scary. Nice. Uh, the seventy-seven sucked. F. All right, F. F for all those drivers. Sorry, yeah. guys. Uh, 77 was awful this year i mean if anything if we look at our grade for ty Dillon, it'll be an improvement next year just True. saying yeah surely it can't get worse right ah don't do that <laughs> uh the 78 yeah. exploded <laughs> in a ball of fire and the final driver daniel Suarez. i'm a b plus mm. as well daniel had a breakout year so b b plus yeah can't rate him higher than Ross, but he had a very good season. Should have probably, no, I'm not going to say should have, but very, very much could have won the Coke 600, was the fastest car there, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, B+. Plus. That's yeah, fair. I'm a B plus too. Look at that. We flew through those in, like, 15 minutes. That was fun. Yeah. I gave some, I, my Chase Elliott grade is definitely crappy, but, hey, you know, what can I say? Don't be crappy, right? Don't but, be weird. Exactly. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, you did give him a B plus. Won't we? Be a normal guy. <laughs> it's fun to see the spread on these two, you know. Yeah. Now we have to do a ranking system where we rank all of them, like we like we sort the the the, the sheet here. Uh huh. And then um, and then we make like a pie chart. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we need more analytics. <clears throat> we need more pie charts. Yeah. Yeah. Need more pie charts. 
Hey, well, good While job, we guys. were talking about grading Trackhouse, I was on their website on their store. Mm-hmm. Anything good from the Fanatics store that's on Trackhouse? <sighs> Not really. Yeah. They have their little dry forward hoodie. And and what sucks is their branding's cool. They could do a lot with it, but... Yeah, I I always have a gripe with them, again, using Fanatics and not actually making their own merch. A little frustrating. Mm. You know? Uh, Before we kind of move on to, like, sort of signing off for the season after we've done our grades now... There are um, some pictures that have been released of the next-gen car, the uh, Garage 56 next-gen car. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I think it's um, fun. With the with the side mirrors and the dive planes on the front, man. That thing is awesome. Oh, yeah. That thing is cool. It looks like uh, Bozzy made some tweets about it. Um, so he noticed the mirrors. He talked about the dive planes. And it looks like some possible changes with the re- rear bumper slash diffuser, which is interesting. Oh my gosh, this thing does look cool. It's pretty cool. I'm not going to sit here and lie. So, now they actually have a Twitter account, NASCAR G56. Man, it's it's cool stuff. I'm I'm excited for this. Same, yeah. Yeah, cuz there was a rumor that this like fell apart like a month ago, and I'm glad it didn't. So, there was a rumor about that? Yeah, I saw a couple of people saying that it fell apart. That's really interesting. I didn't hear that at all. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> maybe it's just like one person i said who saw it and i was like yep that's the truth so <laughs> Ooh, there's a top there's a top down view of the new era wow that is a lovely looking race car if you're listening to the audio or you're watching the video um bozzy i don't know how to pronounce his damn name um oh shoot if you just if I you're in nascar it. circles just type in bozzy you'll see his name will come up but there are a lot of pictures Tadarevich? of the next gen Tadarevich? probably Tadarevich. Revich. yeah probably Revich. But one c um, a lot of a lot of fun new arrow pieces on the car. This thing's cool, man. Mm. Mm. From diddly umptious, you know that's what this car looks like. Agreeable. Yeah. Uh, supposedly putting some different diffusers on the car too. That's what it looks like. Um. Again, this development of this garage 56 car is so weird because Hendrick's leading it and uh their cup team who was test do we know who was testing it jimmy uh, johnson mike, oh mike rockefeller yeah, yeah i was gonna say rockefeller <laughs> is there is there a conflict of interest with jimmy racing now again in, in the cup series part-time with running this is there a conflict of interest there i don't know who cares oh hmm. oh i had a i was thinking about this earlier um so you know how how uh, Petty GMS is going to start getting their crews from Joe Gibbs Racing? Mm-hmm. That's a little weird, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, it is and it isn't, though, because, I mean... They should go get Trackhouse Racing crews, so they should go get... Those boys were good. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't wrong. That's how you get screwed. Yeah. Let me see anything, any other big news dropping here in the next couple weeks? still waiting for the Um, Ty Gibbs announcement. Yeah, I like that they're trying to pretend like that's not going to happen. I (laughs) do they like have the sponsorship lined up? Because usually I feel like a sponsor would want to get that announced like pretty quick here. Maybe. I mean, it might also they probably put it on hold because of that's very true. That is very true. Yeah, but um, 
Cole Custer. We think he's. I just realized we didn't even grade Cole Custer. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not on my list that I made you, at the start. Oh of the my year. god, C he's minus. not. C minus. He yeah, gets C like minus. a D just because oh. his name ain't there. He didn't sign up for the class. Oh my god. That's funny. That I'm not even very funny. Did I miss put... any? Hang on, now I gotta make sure we didn't miss. I don't think we else. missed anyone else. Uh... <laughs> the one I can think of. That is now. unbelievable. Because <laughs> there's 38 there. Oh my god. Um, and I only have the one non-chartered car in there. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, what about Greg Biffle in the 44? We didn't uh, raid him. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Maybe stop getting sand in your fuel system and Kaz you'll get in the 50. By the way, his pit vipers diecast finally shipped. That ran in February. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see? Um, I'm a clown on him because I don't care anymore. Um, Did y'all see the NASCAR Authentics Wave 4? Or hear me? I got lost at sea. That was the one that was lost at sea, and it's on the crappy. <laughs> it's it's on the crappy PTC mold. And if you there. if you look up the Twitter, the Lionel official account said, "Guys, stop complaining. We at least have new diecast. They're not that bad. It's 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 a good mold." And it's like, no, it's not. Like the Chase Elliott Universe, the green on it's the wrong shade. Uh, oh, just God. just look it up. NASCAR Authentics 2022 Wave Four. Just look it up. They look awful. I'm not going to, but I, I believe you. You should. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Let's look at some images. Okay. <laughs> hey, you do not look good. Uh, wait, I don't know how to find Wave 4 specifically. Hang on. Uh, if you look up LionelAuthentics.com, that's like their site uh, where they have everything. <laughs> but that won't actually get you like pictures of crappy diecast. Um... Again, folks, you can you can go to circlebdiecast.com and get yourself some NASCAR diecast. You can use our code JTN uh, to get discounted on your shipping. Uh, we get a kickback on that too, uh, so we really appreciate it when you use that because then that helps me buy diecast for these guys sometimes. And uh, yeah, I guess I haven't bought you a diecast, did I, Matt? Uh, I don't think so. That was Davy's one year present, so I guess I gotta get you a one year present. What do I, oh Davy? What do I get God, you for year two? Is bad. Um, man, I don't know. Hopefully, don't give me, don't give me nothing. Hopefully, it doesn't take it like <laughs> two months to get to you again. That was insane. That was insane. Oh my gosh, man! I'm really happy I stopped collecting 164s. The only good thing about the NASCAR Authentics is they're half the price of the Gold Series cars. So yeah, and I mean, like, you get cool packaging with them, like. I mean, this is pretty cool. Oh, you can hang them on the wall. That's what I do. Pick the William Byron one because it was the closest, not because I like it. All of the <laughs> colors are cool. Yeah. Now I'm looking at diecasts. You guys suck. Yeah. Circlebydiecast.com. Code JTN checkout. Yeah, that, that's where I'm looking. Yep, not eBay. Um. <laughs> I need to plug my phone in. Um, Again, cannot thank you enough for watching. This one fell off the rails at the end, huh? Yeah, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, we were rolling, and now we're just like, okay, now what do we talk about? We're like, eh, eh, who cares? <laughs> what do we do now? Uh, <laughs> podcast in here. You I'm see, because we're not going to podcast, so now we're not going to talk for like a month and a half. Yeah. It's a group. Yeah, we'll talk. I'm going to go hey, into my cave. <laughs> I'm going to try and... Um...
who the hell cares? Let's end this. We're done. <laughs> Bye. Uh, remember, folks, you can follow us at Fake Racers Johto Network. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, do all those things. You got a great bad catalog of podcasts now if you want to go back and listen to them. I'd appreciate if you did that. Um, remember, you follow we us. We had a summer stretch that was really good. Listen to those. It was. Mm-hmm. And we kind of had a pretty good stretch here at the end of the year, too, since we came back from that one-week break. So the last three episodes, I feel like, were pretty good. But, yeah. um, again, cannot thank you folks enough for watching, for listening all year. Uh, however you support us, we greatly appreciate it. However much or little, um, it is all support, and it is all very much appreciated. You can follow these guys. We've got all their links down in the video description below. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to shout any of them out. Usually you don't, so yeah. that's cool. Uh, Twitch D7H5-er, I want to stream again. Why don't you stream I'm, your I'm, perspective I'm, of the cup race Saturday? Maybe I will. I'm doing more iRacing lately, though, so maybe I'll start streaming iRacing races every once in a while. I've been doing a lot of Be Fixed. It's been a lot of fun. Just kidding. It hasn't been fun. I've been wrecked out of almost every race I've driven in since um, the end of uh, August. But guess what? This past weekend, finally, well, it happened in an R2, but um, (laughs) you guys check it out. I finally had a good race this this Sunday. I I, uh, led 19 laps in B fix, got a late race caution, blew through my pit stall, restarted like sixth, and finished third. Oh, yeah. Joe uh, is laughing in pain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, it's a lot of fun. But I want to hey. stream more. But yeah, folks, again, thanks for watching, listening, doing all you do. And we cannot wait to see you again here on the Fake Racers podcast in 2023, probably. Um, so long for now. I love you. Hey, anything else? Uh, I, I got nothing. All right, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>